you're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. And I hope you're liking it as much as I am. I'm just rolling on the ground with laughter. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. Uh, are you enjoying it like I am? That's good. That's good. Anyway... Here's looking at you. Here's treats. Don't turn, don't punch that button. I'm not through talking. Sorry, Mr. Asner, but I just you know, want to interrupt and just say thank you for everything you've given us, especially that cameo. Uh, rest in peace. We didn't get a chance to say our piece uh, when it happened because we were distracted by a hurricane. Ida took us away from that, but we definitely appreciate everything you've done and uh, looking forward to the memories and stuff. So thank you. Rest in peace, sir. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of The Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sana, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic bus talking about Disney stuff. And this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. Today, we are discussing unbuilt attractions, as in attractions that were designed but never got off the drawing board, and the return of extinct attractions, all for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. And look, this isn't your typical polished, practiced, pixie dust and Disney podcast. No, we are not in the parks every day trying to tell you the best area of the Walt Disney World fairies in which to reenact the final fight scene of the Karate Kid. That's right, Kevin. We're here to drink, dodge hurricanes, and talk Disney. You can't teach that in this dojo, can you? No sensei. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And I'm your main Marvel man, Eli. Lee here. And just a reminder, uh, make sure you book your vacation through me so it won't stink. Extinct? 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 Yes. Work with me. Work with me. Waka waka. Last minute, man. <laughs> I'm used to them rhyming. So. The, the X I know, part, I, I didn't quite catch. Yes. Yeah, extinct. Yes. Yeah, very good, sir. Yeah, very it, good, it extinct, sir. all right. Extinct, yes. And plus, we have a special guest. Who are you, special guest? I am a circle which looks strangely like a nipple. In the middle of your screen. It's Nipple Master Kirk! Hey, Nipple Master! Nipple Master Kirk! Hey. So if you're watching the video version of this, that's what you're seeing, Kirk. That's what it is. That's awesome. Yes. I am reduced to just an audio for this because AT&T sucks all they asked. Asked. They all asked Did I add a T to that? Yes. AT&T sucks all the so I got to do this just audio so y'all can't see my beautiful face. That's okay. You got to leave. All right. Kevin. Yeah, great. So look, guys, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some awesome Disney retro and unbuilt magic. Asked magic. Asked <laughs> magic. It's it stink. It's stink. <laughs> it's a stink. It's a stink. Asked <laughs> master. Yeah. It's stink. We don't no, need no. extincting badges. Oh. <laughs> Countdown to extinction. <laughs> Oh Never go ass to mouth. <laughs> ass to mouth. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin. First of all, guys, we just want to thank each and every one of y'all out there for sticking with us through the past two weeks. Of course, we've been going through Hurricane Ida and all that jazz. And so we got to listen to a couple of our bank shows. 
uh, stuff that we have done before and uh you know all fun stuff definitely a lot of fun stuff check those out but uh thanks for sticking with us we're back here again and we're here to answer an email actually we got an email and this email is from austin's mother Awesome. Awesome. Yes, Austin's Heather. Mom. Okay. Heather wrote out to us to talk about her trip. Okay. Yeah. So she has a nice little email here for a thick little email for us. So it's going to be awesome. All right, Mom. That's right. Thick and veining? Thick. Uh, possibly. Let's see. Let's whip it out and find out. All right. That's all the way to do it. So this is what Heather says. Heather says this. She says, hey, guys. AKA Lee and Friends in parentheses. Lee and, Lee and friends? friends. Lee and Friends, yeah. Oh, is that our gonna be our spinoff show? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. We sound like a child's a TV show. <laughs> like a boy band, maybe? Uh, Lee and Friends. Lee and Friends. Come on over friends. to Lee and Friends. Hey, friends. how you hey, doing? In the neighborhood. Lee's hey. here. Hey, and his hey, friends hey, are too. Hey, hey. It's hey. Lee and Friends. Hey. I'll just get down with you. What? I'm gonna eat Chick-fil-A too. Ooh, Do it. Ooh, ooh. With all the sauces and that you could never see. Look in my face. Fingers. <laughs> 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 Why I'm doing tea? Nah, nah, nah. Gonna have a good time. Me and friends. So she says. So we're back from our amazing trip and wanted to share with you all how it went. First, let's just get this out of the way. Lee, how could you possibly think that Simpsons, in parentheses, which is only about a couple city blocks long? Is better than two huge areas of Harry Potter. Are you crazy? LOL. I try to tell him, ma'am. Try to tell him. <laughs> yep. We did. You don't listen. Lee, do you have a response to that? She she called you out. No, man. Um, everyone's got their own opinion, you know. <laughs> and she's the customer, and the customer's always right. So we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, everyone's yeah. got their own opinion, but some opinions are factually based and some aren't. If they're factually based, are they really opinions? Yeah. Or they're just facts. Factually based opinions, like you base your opinions on facts. And then you arrive at your conclusion. Oh, I'm just a friend. Don't mind me. I arrived at my <laughs> you, you got what I, no. <laughs> I arrived at my conclusion three times. Oh, at least is that Ooh. facts? That's that, factual that's a fact. facts. Okay, that's a fact, Jack. I believe it when you say it. That's a fact. Uh, it's Jack. based on some serious facts. That's no, right. There is no opinion that is meritable that says <laughs> Simpsons is better <laughs> than Harry Potter. Now it is a couple of city blocks long. That is a big uh, attraction building. Mm. So she's right about that. But yes, I, ha- I would have to go with Harry Potter over Simpsons on that one. Okay. Agree with anyway, she says, we loved Harry Potter and the Hagrid ride was amazing. I mean, forwards, backwards, and straight down drop. We loved it. More about Universal. It was great to have the Express Pass since it was either so hot or raining all day. Velocicoaster was incredible. In parentheses, we had some drama with that ride, though. She doesn't go into it. I don't know what it is. We have to maybe have her on the show and find out. But she continues on. She says, Hogwarts Express was super fun, and we really felt like we were on the actual train. Men in Black was fun. Husband cheated, I think. Dun, dun, dun. Cheated. Cheated at Men in Black. Because you score points on that one. That's a shooter. Oh, gotcha. I just was waiting for that to reveal itself. Oh, I thought thought her husband cheated with a black man. (laughs) (laughs) Got confused. Someone neuralized that real quick. Fix that problem. Plausible, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> wow. This well, is a whole new yeah. story, Austin. A couple of words here and there, and it changes the whole meaning. Yes. yes. Okay. I think he just pressed the red <laughs> button and got all the points. That's exactly what That's what, okay, yeah, so that's yeah. how you cheat. Yeah, because you press, because at some point, Will Smith says, press the red button, press the red button, to blow up the big old alien. You press the red button, and you get all kind of points. Mm. I, I won like that once. <laughs> okay. So you pre- he just pressed the red button. All right. Like, no cheating going. That's like a contra code or something. It is. Yeah. yeah. 
up, down, up, down, whatever. Left, right, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Yeah, yes, ABC. Right. ABC. Anyway, she goes on. She has the mummy ride where it's crazy fun, of course. Hulk scared me at first because I didn't realize I was going to shoot out of there, and I was te- talking to the guy next to me. I think I gave myself whiplash. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my. I'm sorry, man. Ooh, well, it's the Hulk. I mean, you know, it's not going to be a lazy fair kind of ride. <laughs> Hulk smash. Yeah. Hulk coast. Yeah, it is called the Hulk. It's yeah. not exactly called like pleasant little roller coaster Toaster. ride. Slow and <laughs> yes. easy. Ewok adventures. Meander through the track. It's the transformation of the strong Hulk. Hulk. Hulk smash. And she goes on to say that they ate at the Chocolate Emporium, which she highly recommends. I tried to get in there. It was just so bad. It's tough. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to get that. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. I tried that when I was going down there, and I was like, nope, nope. Maybe she had a better chance. travel agent than me. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but she says the food was fantastic, but the desserts, oh, wow. She says. Mm-hmm. Quadruple explana- ex- exclam- exclamation points. Well, if you're going to call yourself the Chocolate Emporium, you better have you some better damn deliver. good desserts. Better deliver. That's yeah. right. She says the two character actors at the front there were hilarious. So at the continuing at the... Uh, uh, important they saw autumn's hufflepuff shirt and asked her what it was had us cracking up we had a fantastic time at universal wait who's the character actors at the chocolate emporium were they like oompa loompas or something i don't know i I never went in to see what this but i'm assuming there's something they look like waiters like they're dressed in the uh what do you call that they have the aprons yeah steampunk all that stuff and they just walk around the restaurant interacting with people and stuff it's pretty cool Awesome. I have to, I'll, one day I'll have to try that. Maybe if we do a podcast trip, we'll have to definitely try to book that. What is the uh, story behind the Emporium? Is this like a uh, like a Willy Wonka kind of thing? Is, is there a backstory? That there are I don't know. There might be that I'm not aware of. I mean, there is a chocolate factory. It's They have the big flumes and stuff like that. Other than that, I'm not sure what the, what the backstory is behind it. Mm, steampunk chocolate fact future yeah. show who knows maybe we start covering universal magic dude maybe stacy since she got fired she can go to universal now and do the top 10 must do that would be awesome wouldn't that, that be would great be i think that'd be incredible dude i, I love that universal opportunity mm-hmm. opportunity <laughs> now she goes on to talk about uh, heather goes on to talk about the stacy's former employer she says now disney what, ah. we, what we really loved overall was how seriously they took the mask wearing you couldn't even enter a ride without one on, and I know because they caught me a couple of times. LOL. Wish we had fast passes because it was so hot and rainy, and the lines re- were long, but we dealt with it. My favorite park was Hollywood Studios because I'm a big movies fan. Love, love, love the Avatar ride. I'm assuming uh, Flight of Passage. Yes, maybe. Yeah. That's what I was guessing. I would yeah. think so. I assume so, yeah. Or, you know, Navi River Journeys looks cool too, but I don't know. I'm assuming she's talking about Flight of River. Heather, you're going to have to let us know. And she said, and my daughter loved the safari ride because she loves zebras. The other parks were great, too, and all the lines moved fast. Aerosmith was crazy. We never got to test track, though, because it was closed for rain. Then she goes on talking about her accommodations. She says, our hotels, Pop Century over at Disney and Royal Pacific over at Universal. She says, Pop was fun, but the food wasn't that great, to be honest. Royal Pacific was beautiful and loved riding the water taxis. I stayed at Royal Pacific. I love Royal Pacific. Yeah, I love Royal Pacific too. It was the first time I stayed there in August, and I love riding water taxis. And and in, so much so, in fact, that like if I ever go down there and work, there's one of two jobs I would want. And I've mentioned this on the show at Disney. If I would work at Disney, I'd be a bus driver. And now, if I work at Universal, which might be a good thing, I could I would do the water taxis. And it's a good thing if I work at Universal because that means I could still do this podcast. 
Mm. <laughs> you know? I was thinking like, hmm, I could do that. <laughs> that could be fun. Water taxi, Kevin. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think so I think that would work. Ride my boat. There you go. Yeah, boat. Get in my boat. There you, you go. Get wet. That's right. You will get wet. Water taxi all day. Anyway, she says staff at both places were very nice and helpful. Autumn left her phone on the Magical Express on the first night, but the pop staff had it for her in the morning. Nice. That's well. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's very lucky. That was really awesome. Yeah, good for her. And uh, she says, overall, we had a few glitches, but it was a fun trip. Well, that's. it sounds like she likes Universal more than she likes uh, Disney. That's what it sounded like. I think having the Express Pass for her at Universal was kind of what did it for her. Yeah. That's a big like. difference. Because yeah. she was able to just walk on a ride any time of day. It doesn't matter what time she started. That's what I'm saying. This Disney Genie thing may not be all that bad. I know. Give it a shot. I'd pay for it. Shoot. Hopefully, you'll get a chance for us to try it out when we head down there, and maybe you guys, too, when you'll head out to Disneyland. Who knows? We'll hey, anything, anything to skip a line, we'll do it. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, Heather, thank you for writing him in and, and giving us that little trip report of your trip over here to our, our side of the country to visit the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios Florida Resorts. Let us know your travel agent, Ted. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you got a great, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should come up with a... Like a uh, what, do you, what do you call it? like an, uh, an evaluation? You know how like you got to stay in the line and you got to do like a oh yeah oh yeah yeah like that we survey. do like that for Lee like any of our listeners that book with Lee they send us the comment cards like Lee never sees them but we see them oh we, yeah and we read them on air yes <laughs> we don't read your name we don't read your name no, we don't read your name we'll tell them who you are yeah. we get to tell him where he screwed up and what he did right yeah. oh that would be let's, funny let's do that. Lee's sweating as we say this. <laughs> you, you can't tell because he's got that Quint headband on. But, I mean, yeah. That's, soaking up all the sweat right there. I was going to say, there's a darker spot. I got right to ring it out. Yeah, there you go. Well, awesome, guys. Look, if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions, your trip reports, anything that you want to share with us, make sure you shoot us an email at showupmagicourway.com. And stay tuned to the end of the show because we'll tell you other ways to get in touch with us. And here we are in the hub, and this is our main topic segment of the show. And for this one, we are discussing uh, something surrounding the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. That Mm -hmm. is coming up on October 1st. And we thought it might be fun to talk about unbuilt attractions and extinct attractions, specifically uh, regarding unbuilt attractions, uh, things that were on the drawing board but never came to fruition. That we felt, hey, what if Disney decided, hey, we're going to build this for the 50th so we can celebrate it. That's our little special gift to you, right? Mm-hmm. And then we also said, we, let's take it a step further. And how about we talk about bringing back extinct attractions? Um, and, you know, and, and so for the 50th, let's, say, let's pretend that Disney is going to bring back some extinct attractions that were in Walt Disney World to help celebrate the 50th as well. So two things that they're going to be doing in each of the parks, which is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. This kind of reminds me of that. I forgot when, what celebration it was when they brought like. Lights and Moses actions from France. That's they brought exactly all different it. kinds of stuff, right? That's that's kind of what propelled this idea forward for me was the idea of hypothetically in a hypothetical world prior to COVID, we we knew what Disney was going to do for the fiftieth because they had kind of already announced Tron and everything else that was coming Ratatouille, great things that were going to be coming online. But I was like, well, in a hypothetical world where you could go ahead and design your own 50th celebration. What is something that would be fun for Disney to have done? And I thought right away, wouldn't it be cool if for each park they built an attraction that they hadn't built before that had been on the drawing board for the longest time, 
And two, they brought back an extinct opening day attraction. An attraction that was there the year that that park opened, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, whatnot. That attraction was there. Bring it back, modernize it for 2021, keep it somewhat cost effective because this is not going to be something that's going to stick around for too long. Or maybe, I don't know. But point being is that, yeah, it was kind of a reimagining of that celebration. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And this would be a lot of fun because it was, it was it was fun to do this exercise and think about those attractions that it, we know we've been hearing. Oh, they're going to build this. They're going to build this. And they were built it. Right. And then also things that we missed, you know. But there's a, a, a stipulation. There's a parameter to the uh, returning attractions. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would, uh, what was it? One of them, it has to make sense. Like, you know, we're not going to return Horizons. Right. Because it, it wouldn't make sense, right? It wouldn't make sense to rebuild Horizons with this outdated vision of the future. It wouldn't make sense to... Bring back the great movie ride after you just ripped it out <laughs> with all the different animatronics. I mean, obviously, if you're bringing something back, you had to keep it in line with 2021 sensibilities. Right. So that was the mindset behind it. And you could make it as nice as you want to make it, but it has to make sense. So for this exercise, each of us took one of the parks. Yes. And even and uh, or each took an area. Right. So uh, Magic Kingdom was Lee. Right. Mm-hmm. So Lee took Magic Kingdom. Epcot was me. I took Epcot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli took Hollywood Studios. Yes. And last park to open, Animal Kingdom. Danny took is taking that. Yes. And then everything else in the world, if you ever read the Birmingham Guides, that's what he calls it. Everything else in the world, Kirk is taking that one. That puppy is taking that one. Kirk's got that lanyard. He's got, yes, he's got a little lanyard mm-hmm. for you. So we're going to toss all those five different areas of the world. And um, I guess we'll start with the unbuilt uh, the attractions. That's all good. So sure. These are the attractions uh, that were on the drawing board. They're very close to building some of them, some of them maybe not. But they, we felt like these would be good for them to bring to uh, the parts to fruition mm-hmm. to celebrate the 50th of Walt Disney World. Yeah, these were not our designs. These were Disney designed attractions. Exactly. Yes. So let's start with Magic Kingdom, the first park to open. Mm. Back there on uh, October 1st, 1971. Lee, take it away, sir. All right. So first, I would like to say that this was a lot of fun for me, someone who didn't go to Disney until, shoot, I already had kids and stuff. So, like, I didn't grow up in the parks, so I didn't get to see a lot of this stuff. When you were like a wee lad of 65. (laughs) (laughs) Wee (laughs) lad. <laughs> in your younger years <laughs> this was a fun exercise for me because i got to see stuff like oh i did not even realize that that was an attraction i'd never saw it in my life so i didn't even know it was there um and then same thing with all the uh, ones that didn't get built because there's so many ideas that are out there that may we may see one day we all know that disney is great with that and they'll you know something that's a good idea never dies right exactly so, so i thought that was that was the but I had fun with trying to figure this stuff out. But for Magic Kingdom, again, this is something I did not even know that they were ever considering. But apparently there was going to be a, an attraction called Fire Mountain. Fire! Fire Mountain! Fire! Fire! <laughs> and so, you know, we could always use another mountain in uh, Magic Kingdom, right? But uh, Fire Mountain was a ride that was themed after the 2001 animated movie Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was set um, to be uh, set two years after the film. And the story is that the attraction would focus on Preston Whitmore seeking to make Atlantis's existence public and to offer expeditions to visitors and the newly developed vehicles. Of course, 
craziness ensues. Uh, the vehicles are forced to make a detour through the lava-filled caverns of the volcano and this kind of stuff. So really exciting. I think it'd just be like cool visuals. You're going in surrounded with lava and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that Atlantis was not one of their highest grossing movies. And that's probably part of the reason why this never got made. So there might be another, you know, uh, movie you could tie it into, but at the same time, like I know that my kid, my oldest is 21, almost 22. Now that's one of his favorite Disney movies. Like he would love to see, he would go crazy for an Atlantis attraction. Sure. You know, and I bet you a lot of kids his age who are going to be the up and coming adults, you know, Disney adults, that they would uh, they they go crazy for this stuff, man. Like this would be a cool attraction and a uh, underrated property, so to speak. No, one hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. That actually, like, if I had to pick one for Magic Kingdom, I would have totally picked Atlantis because that whole mindset. I always find that kind of thinking backwards. The idea that if the movie doesn't hit, we can't do the attraction. Well, some attractions. They just make great. Attra- I mean, the Haunted Mansion made for a movie, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But it was a yeah. it's a great attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the things that's cool with that is it also has a, a tie-in uh, to anything. Everybody's heard of Atlantis, and besides the movie, if they needed to tweak yes. it, I mean, you have uh, Namor, you know, from uh, Marvel lore, who is sure. the king of Atlantis. There, if you had to have a little mix or another way to kind of. Uh, at that property. So, yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Even if you didn't know the Disney characters, the, the concept of Atlantis is sunken city. Yes. Is, is very familiar. Awesome. Yeah. So that fire mountain, is that right? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So fire looking, mountain. That could fire. be fun. Fire. Fire. Unbuilt. Hello, barbecue. All right. And we're going to Epcot, which opened on October 1st, 1982. And that's me. And so the thing, I had a couple of things to choose from. You know, and, and these are, I had to really think about this, but I chose this one based on the fact that it's probably the the closest to getting built. At least the things, uh, some of the structures in place, as well as like the pad and whatnot, are still in place and the ride design and whatnot. But I'm going to go with Mount Fuji or <laughs> the Japan Pavilion. Wow. wow. Good, good choice. Because I either went with that or there was Rhine River Journey that was supposed to be in, in Germany, um, but they only had the entrance for that one. And they were supposed to have one, the Thames River Ride for UK, yes. but uh, that wasn't that was only in the drawing board. But this one was actually almost fully developed. They had sponsors ready to go. And if you know the story, you know, of course, Mount Fuji. Fuji was a Fuji film uh, mm-hmm. Industries, which was a direct competitor to Kodak, which was a big sponsor of Disney at the time. Sure. And when they heard they were going to do this, Kodak's like, "Yeah, screw you, we're taking our ball and leaving." <laughs> and then he said, "Oh no, never mind. Forget Fuji. We're gone. All right, <laughs> right." Back when film was the thing. Yes. <laughs> no. Now that they're not, this is definitely possible because what happened is that uh, they were going to use the second floor of what was that Meet the World attraction, which were originally going to have. On opening day, which was supposed to be like some kind of movie simulator thing mm-hmm. uh, for attraction for Japan, so they were going to use the second floor of that attraction, or supposed to be attraction, as the entrance to um, the Mount Fuji attraction, right? And the Mount Fuji attraction was basically be based, uh, basically going to be based, was going to be based on the Matterhorn ride system. Sure. So this is a ride system that already exists, so they could easily throw up quickly once they fabricate everything, and it's good to go. And they just had to turn it. So this was, uh, I picked this one because it was the closest uh, to possibly getting built that we mm-hmm. ever got. And then it just got scrapped because of the whole Fujifilm Kodak yeah. thing back in the day. So yeah, Mount Fuji. I remember hearing this on the John Lithgow thing. Uh, what is that? Uh, Walt Disney World Past, Present, and Future video. Mm-hmm. You know, he took, they mentioned that on the video and you, you hear it a bunch of times. But I'm like, 
I think having another thrill ride in that park would have been awesome. You know, you having that test track and the soon to be Guardians thing. Well, not only that, I mean, it would have made the first roller coaster. Yeah. In absolutely. Epcot. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm 100% on board on that. that. That's exactly what I would have picked. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been great. All right. Taking it next to MGM Studios, Disney MGM Studios back in the day, which opened on May 1st, 1992. Eli, sir, what you got? Yeah, I got to say, uh, Kirk's a trooper, man. He supports this, this studio. And while I was trying to do some research on it, there wasn't that much to really go through and, and choose from. It, it was tough. I had to find a diamond in the rough, if you will. And uh, what we came across was the- Aladdin! I love me some Jasmine. <laughs> Diamond likes it rough. Diamond. <laughs> Diamond likes rough. That's why she gets paid a lot. Yes. That's what's up. Awesome. Uh, so uh, what I decided to go with here was the Great Muppet Movie Ride, which is, uh, you know, a nice Jim Henson project that he was going to make. Oh, man. Unfortunately, you know. Uh, I love this. Y'all are three for three of my picks. That's great. I love it. I love it. And I mean, you can do anything with this. Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, with the properties and IP that Disney has, I mean, substitute that for Muppets. The uh, possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. Like Muppets of the Galaxy. Oh, that's a good Muppets of the Galaxy, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, yeah. Muppets of the Galaxy. I mean, you, what? Uh, come on. Uh, we can just do this all day. I mean, Titanic. Titanic. With Piggy's, on, Piggy's on the uh, <laughs> on the on the piece of wood and Kermit's in the water, but <laughs> at the last second, just about to freeze to death, he hops out. <laughs> she, Although he wouldn't have to because he's cold-blooded. He's cold-blooded. Thank you. Miss Pink would probably just push him right off what the door. What a happy ending to that movie. I would love to. I would like to see Kermit jump off the building like Bruce Willis in Die Hard when the building would explode. I think that would be a nice like, uh, oh, send-off. Like uh, die, Muppet Die Hard. Muppet Die Hard. I want Muppet Tombstone. Oh. 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 That would be good. They all have the mustache. Oh, yeah. That'd be badass. Which Muppet would be Doc Holliday? Uh, see, that's a good question. I don't know. Mm. That's, a, that's a dang good question. Beaker? I, was, I would say animal, but it can't be animal. No, no, it can't be. Uh, Hunson, Bunsen Honeydew would be would be that uh, that dude with the beard. Uh, we're gonna get you, loud dog. Oh, <laughs> oh god! Yeah, loud name. dog. You yeah. got something coming. That's Ike. right. That's Ike. Ike, Ike, Ike Clinton. That's right. That's what, about, what about like Floyd Pepper as Doc Holliday? I like mm. it. What about the prawn? Uh, yes, I'll be your uh, huckleberry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. Pepe, the king prawn. That's, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, there you go. I mean, so uh, with all of that library that they have to choose from, and then having a Muppet to substitute his place, I think that it would be uh, a very fun addition to have. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. You can par- Disney can parody its own movie. If it only existed. That'd be a busy attraction. Especially now that the great movie ride isn't there, what a great time to bring it back. Yeah. You know, to this is like an homage to the great movie ride. Yeah, absolutely. I you could have a whole thing where like they do like a parody of the new Star Wars and Satlin Waldorf are heckling and like this isn't as good as the first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What's yeah. a portion? <laughs> <laughs> Is that green dinosaur milk? <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, I think that'd be good. I think it'd be a good parody they would have on sure. itself for sure. That's awesome, man. Awesome. All right. And we're going to Animal Kingdom, which opened on April 22nd, 1998. Danny, what do you have for us there, sir? So, uh, okay. So I know everyone's expecting that when it comes to unbuilt attractions in the Animal Kingdom, I'm going to go with Beastly Kingdom. Beastly Got to. Kingdom, Kingdom. You would think so. But that that's a land. 
As it is much a as I love Beastly Kingdom, I can't choose it because that's meant to be enjoyed as a land, and we can only have one, one. single attraction. That's one right. So, attraction. When considering this, and and thinking of the year we live in now, 2021, there is one obvious spot that needs a lot of love, and they just got rid of the one crappy attraction that's been clogging it up for all this time anyway. What is this? Hmm. The crappy attraction? <laughs> you want the crap the crappy attraction? Well, I thought it was leading to what you were gonna oh. suffer with, but uh, Primeval World, right? Primeval World. Yeah, I know what it's oh, going. Well, so yes. Kirk knows where I'm going with this. So I'm th- I'm speaking, of course, of the excavator. And no, that is not a WWE champion. Yeah, but he <laughs> should win. <laughs> He should win. Yeah, let me trademark it. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm sure that'll be coming down the pike. Magicoway.com. Yes. Uh, no, the excavator was a wooden roller coaster that was meant to be an opening day attraction for Dinoland and Disney's Animal Kingdom. That ah. would be awesome. So for those unfamiliar with the excavator, there there might be some. Um, it was meant to be sort of like an, an extension, if you will, of the Boneyard. And who, and who knows the boneyard? Oh yeah, my kids love the boneyard. I, my kid loves. I I I love the boneyard. If you, <laughs> that's what your wife calls your pet. Yeah. Hey, 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 whoa, bam, bam, bazinga! No, uh, like I passed by the until I had a kid. Every single time we go to Disney, I would just flip right by it. Didn't even wouldn't even think. Having a kid, that's one of my kids' favorite places to stop. Is the boneyard? It's like an open air play area for the kid that is designed to look like a dinosaur dig site. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Kids can climb. They, they can go on ropes. They can, they yeah, can dino bridge, slide. They can, go across, they can yeah. dig for fossils. Yep. It's it's like a really cool thing. And it really adds a little, uh, an element of something extra at Dinoland. But it really is that combined with dinosaur. That is really the kind of the tip of the iceberg. There's really not a whole lot more beyond that. So to bring in the excavator, like, again, it's kind of an extension of the boneyard. You kind of have to understand a little bit of the backstory of Dinoland USA. So originally, Dinoland was going to be home to the sand. It's like a sand and gravel company. I can't remember what the name of it was, mm-hmm. but it was going to be a sand and gravel company uh, in the desert somewhere. And this is back when Chester and Hester's was just like a little local gas station operated by a mom and pop. Chester and Hester. Chester and Hester. Chester there you go. Hester. Uh, so one day while digging around, the workers at the sand and gravel company happened to stumble upon these massive dinosaur bones. And so they call in a group of st- scientists. They come in. They study it. And lo and behold, it's the archaeological find of the century. So out of that area now spawns Dino USA. And if you look at all the attractions and, and things that surround it, Everything kind of ties into that backstory. So you get Dinoland Institute, where they've established this institute of scientists that come in and study the fossils. You've got Restaurantosaurus, where it serves as like a cafeteria and, and dormitory for these grads. Uh, grad students, yeah. Grads, grad students coming from college that are just out to have a good time, study fossils and work over there. The and corny jokes and all that all over the place. Yeah, I you. remember that story, yeah. You get Chester and Hester's, where these hucksters who see this influx of tourists are like, hey, we got to capitalize off of this. So let's uh, turn our gas station into a little thing where we sell everything dinosaur related. A little store we do that with and then in the parking lot, we'll just open some carnival, cheesy dinosaur attraction thingy. And um, of course, there's this site where the fossils itself were discovered and that's the Boneyard. Hmm. So 
again, I had to explain all this to you to get to the idea behind the excavator, which was going to be this area where the sand and gravel company used to use ore carts to transport the materials that they would find in their digging site. And they would just bring it back and the dump trucks would fill it up and they would carry it all away. And it was just like, this, like picture Indiana Jones, like the mining carts kind of thing, something like that. However, over time, as the sand shifted, that thing just got to be way too dangerous. Couldn't even use it anymore. And you just don't even want to turn that thing back on again. So it's just a dangerous condemned area of the dig site that everyone kind of stays away from except for these crazy, fearless, fun-filled college wow, graduates. Kids, college kids. Yeah, kids. they just up there. They just having too much fun in the desert. And so what do they do? They turn it on because <laughs> that's what kids do. They you know? got to. And so they turn it on and they discover, hey, not only is this a great way to move these dinosaur bones all the way back without having to haul them, this is a pretty fun ride. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! Yeah! <laughs> Danger! So that's what it be became. The excavator was going to be this big, huge wooden roller coaster that was based upon this transport system where you would get on, you'd walk in the queue, and there'd be condemned signs everywhere <laughs> warning you, danger, danger, don't go in here. <laughs> but you would get on, you'd take this wild ride, and you'd go through these, like, like you just, they'd be like the rib cages of, like, dinosaurs and stuff like that that they constructed to make it, like, you know, like how you go through Big Thunder Mountain and you kind of pass yeah. halfway through, like, mm -hmm. no, you'd actually go through the skeleton of a dinosaur. That'd be awesome. And there'd be like these mechanical dinosaur structures that these grad students would take and make out of like cranes and, and, and like, like, like mechanical equipment and junk that were just lying around. And they'd spring the life as you would come by and that kind of thing. So it, it and they had the one that would flash a strobe light on it as you pass by. Yeah, so the yeah, disco dinosaur. <laughs> disco dinosaur. Dino, yes. Because <laughs> you know that, that crane wasn't going to work for too long. Exactly. So, yes, that was what the excavator was meant to be. And, my God, it, if it doesn't need it right now, I don't know what area of the park does. Because Dinoland definitely needs some love. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in it over there anymore, especially with the primeval world uh, gone. And the neglect that they've showed to Everest. Uh, you just brought it up. I mean, there really is not a whole lot that they're doing with this. So a new coaster, a second coaster in Animal Kingdom, I think is sorely, sorely needed. It would be great, especially if it was a Woody. Amen. Yeah. Uh, true <laughs> way, It'd be yeah. great if it was a Woody. <laughs> yeah. 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 Woody. Woody. Coaster, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. realized what I said, but it That's works okay. too. I mean, that works. Woody's I mean, are good too. Who don't like a good Woody? I don't well, know. Well, after don't eight hours, you got to call your doctor. Hey! hey. hey. Just how long the line's going to be with the new uh, Express Pass. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you buy the new Express Pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Make a genie make a wish on that. That's <laughs> it. I like that. Do a rib cage. I like that. Yeah, go down a brontosaurus neck. Mm -hmm. you know, that's your first drop. That'd be awesome. That's, that'd be crazy. That'd be All right. Yeah. So let's look at everything else in the world. Kirk, tossing it to you, sir. There's various opening dates for these various areas of the the rest of the world. So what do you got us for us as far as unbuilt stuff? This is ironic because I was listening. I'm coming a little behind in my listening. I was listening to the Wilderness Lodge show with um, Professor X, you think you're calling him now? Yes. And he was talking about Buffalo Junction. Keith, yes. That resort that resort piqued my interest, so I did so I did a little listening listening in on um excuse me, research on it. And that was pretty awesome. 
Mm-hmm. A whole resort in that area. Not like Wilderness Lodge, it's kind of themed toward the Pacific Northwest and the, the forest and everything. Themed to the Old West. That's pretty awesome. I, I think that would go in just fine with for Wilderness more than what Wilderness Lodge does with a train and everything else around it. You could have your, you know, your cast members as actors shooting it out in the streets, stuff like that. Oh, wow. I think it lends itself to a, to, to a whole new experience staying at a resort. Well, more, you know, yeah. so that's it, where I'm going with that. Yeah. The only problem I see is like Disney embracing an idea of guns. Like, you know, that's mm. the only thing. But they do do Frontierland Arcade. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, I, yeah, I, I told Eli I would have gone yep. with the Dick Tracy Crime Stoppers thing if I felt like Disney would embrace the idea of, yeah, we're just going to use these little phony guns. But I just don't know that they would do that in 2021. But I love the idea. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love the idea. They have like cowboy horse stunt shows kind of stuff. Yes. You know, the horse, you know. Now, the guys I used to go see those things when I was kids. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know about the roping calves. I don't and think stuff. you would have actual shootouts in the streets or anything. It would be <laughs> nice, but I don't think you might not have that. But again, they probably wouldn't have brothels and saloons with actual liquor in them. Also, I mean, you could Aww. tone that down. But like, say, stunt shows with with horses Woody. and <laughs> little, you know, lasso lasso lessons and stuff like that. I, I think it'll be awesome. So no brothels, no saloons, no gunfights in the streets. But maybe the Universal life. should do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can have gambling though. Six Flags uh, used to do it. Six Flags used to do that stuff. Yeah. Like, where, where you would go in there and you'd watch a live gun strike, gunfight. Gun yeah. 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 Because yeah, the guy would come out. I remember he would shoot at the top. And yeah. Like, yeah. And he would always fall off the thing. Yeah. He would crash mad. But you never saw it because it was hidden behind like it. Yeah. show spectacular yes. thing is what they used to do. Yeah. So you used to watch it all the time as a kid. Somehow I, I think those managed to survive. Yes. You could teach people how to play poker, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you could do that while you're. <laughs> so I guess you can watch somebody take off an arm with a lightsaber, but shooting in the. No. So, well, that could actually happen. Yes. Yeah. You could uh, learn Latin and piss off Doc. And Holiday. then now with Disney owning, learn <laughs> to smoke. Yep. Well, that's why I was going. Disney owns owns Tombstone, correct? You could have actors playing those four characters. You could have all the herbs. You could have the Clans, McLaurys. Mm. Maybe not the shootout at OK Corral, but you could have something kind of you know similar to it. Mm. Walking around, hey, I'll be your Huckleberry stuff like that. Yeah. I want to see Doc, Doc come out of the barber chair saying. Hey, want to play for blood? <laughs> Say when. <laughs> I could just picture Goofy as Curly Bill. Well, gosh, smells like somebody died. <laughs> 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 hey, got it. Well, bye. <laughs> well, well, bye. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, I think that sounds like a good idea for sure. That's wild. Yeah, d- definitely wild. Wild West. And, and, I, and oh, let me correct you, Danny. It was not Curly Bill. That was Johnny Ringo. Oh, yeah, that. you're right. Uh, that was Johnny Ringo. That was Johnny Ringo. My bad. No. No. Oh. <laughs> Where's Wyatt? He's bad as next miracle. Walking on water. He's over there walking on water. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Guys. Yes, because we love we, that movie we, way we too much. We could quote yeah. the entire I, 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 I know that movie way better than I did. Like I, I really kind of fell in that movie again from hearing y'all quote it so much. Didn't we spend a whole night in Disneyland Hotel doing this exact thing? I know that. Yes. Might, we, we had that on video. I that, think. I think that's what had me rewatch it because, like, I, I had like one quote for every one of y'all's five. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I had to go back and rewatch it. But I mean, and, and I don't want to give away Kirk's email address, but Kirk's email address has to do with Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, right. so uh, let's transition over to the extinct track. Extinct. Extinct attractions. Extinct attractions. Extinct. Extinct, yes. So these are attractions that were there that actually existed that you could get on, but they've long since got flown the way of the cuckoo bird. 
But for the 50th, we thought it might be fun, you know, that uh, they decided to bring it back and say, here's what you can do. But there's some practicality to it, right? Like, we're not, like, as we mentioned, we're not going to rebuild Verizons. We're not a completely whole new thing. You know, simple uppers, modern, whatever, stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about. Now we're doing the extinct attraction. So let's take it back to the first park that opened, which was the Magic Kingdom Lee. So what are you returning back to the Magic Kingdom, sir? Oh, at, we, I should also add that we restricted this to opening day attractions. Opening day attractions. Opening attractions for each yeah. of the parks, as well as, I guess, whatever was open outside of those parks. <laughs> for, as close to the time as yes. possible. Yes, yeah. yes. All right. Yeah. So what do, what do you got there, sir? Lee? All right. So Magic Kingdom, I think the first one that anyone would say would be uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Um, uh, especially with as many people lost their minds when they took it out of Magic Kingdom. Um, but that wasn't what I picked, but it just, cause it was just too easy. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Of course, bring back Mr. Toad. Bam. Done. Cheap too. It's all cardboard cutouts. It's, all, it's already <laughs> built. You know I mean? It's all they did was just put, uh, Winnie the Pooh over the, uh, stuff. So maybe I could do like a Mr. Toad overlay for the 50th or something. I don't know. But ultimately, I think we should bring back the Skyway. Oh Skyway. my god! That Young is Kevin will really, be so happy. That is really <laughs> yes. good, Lee. I like that. I like that. I mean, it's, they'll never do it, but I like that. I like it. I mean, we—it was going to have to be updated with some newer technology. I mean, you can't let uh, you know certain people throw quarters out at the crowds and <laughs> things like that. Anymore. Certain nameless people, yes. What are you talking yeah, about? They're older now. They wouldn't do that. I'll never do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'd love to have a way to. To get back and cross, back and forth across the park instead of having to walk, you know, two miles or whatever from one end to the other. Uh, that would be my main draw. Is like, you know, I could sit down for a little while and rest my feet, and it'll take me to the other side of the park. That'd be cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love the Skyway. Young Kevin would be happy to have that. Would he? He would be happy. He'd be happy about that. Old sure. Kevin would be happy too because he'd probably go back to it. You know, Relax. it's funny. It's like uh, and when young was, Kevin's kids would throw quarters in there and screw it all. No, you know what's funny about that is that they actually fussed me for doing that. My girls, because uh, I was on the Skyliner and we were riding to some place, and they, I told them about how I used to throw quarters, and they're like, "That's not nice." Dad, like, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. I'm like, really. <laughs> I was trying to give y'all a story to make y'all feel good and nostalgic. And they're like, Daddy was bad. <laughs> She's like, Daddy's still bad. That's right. <laughs> that's because that's how your mama likes it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, your mama made the back of the sizzling. That's right. <laughs> Love y'all. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So now let's go to the second part that opened, which is Epcot. Okay. And so that was me. And then. Uh, you know, I, I was trying to think of what I would want to bring back extinct-wise. You know, there's, there's you're going to bring sexy back. I'm going to bring sexy back. You do that. <laughs> yes. You do that. I would. I would. Go, I would. Kevin, go. You know, I could say imagination, but there's some work that used to be done with that, so that was the easy one to do. I could also have said living with the land with the original narrators and stuff, but, you know, that's not really much of a, you know, it, it'd be a little bit of a change, but not something different. I could also say the Odyssey. We can bring back the Odyssey. That's my uh, 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 <laughs> yes. I'll bring it back as an eatery dance club. Eatery dance club. Yes, I think that's a brilliant idea. Yes. It's such a brilliant idea that not only did Kevin have it with me, but my brother-in-law Aaron had it with me. That <laughs> the Odyssey should be a dance club. Yes, yes. they could be awesome. But I love that. Yeah, and that 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 was actually my honorable mention. But the one I'm, I was thinking of doing is uh, bringing back World of Motion. World of Motion. In the same building as Test Track. We'll call it Test Track 3.0, World mm. of Motion, since they replaced it with a bunch of screens. 
you know, it wouldn't take much for them to talk about the story of motion just by throwing up different images and maybe replacing some of the cardboard flats that they have as you ascend the hills. Then mm. they could figure out something. And of course, you know, the, the last thing with the big track going around the building could be, um, yeah, we're now we're at the point where we can drive this fast on this fuel or whatever or something like that. I don't know what the storyline would be. <laughs> Didn't really fully flesh it out. But, you know, I think, yeah, a, a new version, Test Track 2.0 or 3.0, uh, world of motion would be kind of a fun little thing to do. Can, can I one slight change? Sure. World in world in motion. One yeah. in mo it like a little in world in motion. World in motion. World, world in motion. World in motion. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like. Can it. they make it to where it doesn't break down every half hour? No. 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 <laughs> For nostalgia's sake, you can't do that. Yeah, because that's so. when they get to advertise AAA and stuff yes. like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is still in motion. You got a breakdown? Oh. <laughs> Come on. And then a little you. truck that you normally run into, there's a AAA truck come and fix your car. <laughs> then you move on your way. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, we just we just imagined it. I like it. <laughs> it's an advancement. You know, it's an evolution, if you will. It is. It is. It is. All right, Eli, man, let's take it back to Hollywood Studio or MGM Studios. MGM Studios. Okay. So, um, all right. So, I know there was different times and dates and things that uh, opened. Uh, I just, I just went with one that was near dear to my heart. I'm, I went with the magic of Disney Animation. Uh, I Dude, think- totally. That's what I want to pick. There you go. I mean, that's perfect for you, right? Yes. Well, I think that's perfect for anyone that comes into Disney World because I, I remember seeing that a long time ago. And just like, number one, you're, you're getting to see artists do their thing. And number two, I mean, it was the only thing is it was kind of like an artist zoo. You know what I mean? Like you're walking by like, oh, that's cool. What they draw, but, you know, don't talk to the artist. They're behind like a glass cage. And you can't. Right. You can't interact. But uh, I think just seeing what they were doing, seeing like the characters being made and drawn and seeing um, animation there, I, I mean, yeah, for me, that's very inspiring. I mean, if you're a creative in general, that's why you're going to Disney. It was the blew my head. Yes. Clear off the first time I saw it. Never got tired of it. Never. Um, and so I would say the only thing I would do to slightly tweak it, right, because the building's already there, so mm-hmm. you redo it there. Uh, things have changed, so I would still keep the 2D animator, mm-hmm. but I would also add like a Pixar animator. Bravo, bravo! Yeah, there you go. Yes, uh, computer add, animation. Yeah, you get computer into. could get the whole thing. Yeah. It's animated. You're in there, and these are actual artists. Like you get their their name, what they're working on, and so you have that cred. To what they have worked on. What yeah. they have. Right. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, you have a representative, a person that. Uh, does a Q&A. So that way, like, if, if little Eli, like you say, little Kevin, mm-hmm. like, if little Eli went up to that and was like, well, how do I get to do that? Then this representative would answer, like, well, you'd have to, you know, go to school. You have to draw this. This is the software that's being used to, you know, to make uh, Lightning McQueen or, you know, this mm-hmm. and that. Uh, then we we would take it, like, one slightly step further. But realistically, we would do, like, an, an FX studio. Oh that's my well. god, that's Dude, awesome! You hit on all three of the like I was gonna say that's like one thing. Like, yeah, you need show them how they make Star, Star Wars. Wars FX, uh, yes. how you could be uh, like we would do do well with uh, ILM maybe. Yeah, yes. you know ILM section. Yeah, uh, yeah, ILM section. Um, you know, and then like letting the person whoever's walking get to see that, get to see how that's done, how that's made. Maybe let them you know try out something so they could be in, in part of the movie. But basically. I think that that's a very important thing. I think that's something that would add to the magic that Disney has. 
and just represent the artist. I mean, like, you know, not to take anything away from cast members or Hollywood actors, but let's face it. Those artists really do the movie magic. So I, I think they should get some bad props for that. Know who they are. I think and, that's brilliant. Know, and go ahead and talk to them. That is brilliant. Yeah. No, I, I that was from the awesome. heart. That was that one. That was I from love the heart. That. Going perfect, through that attraction. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. All right. So you're tearing up. I hear you. I am. You know, because I, I do remember that because I, I just you always love it. Out. You could walk through different sections and see what they were doing, like inking and, you know. I yeah. remember waiting in the long ass yeah. line for that thing, being like, this is going to, what am we doing? And then just. Jaw on the floor. It was amazing. As a child. Yeah, jaw on the kid. floor. That's an amazing place. Good memories, too. Mm-hmm. Very much. Um, so let's go to Animal Kingdom. Danny, what would you like to see come back? You, you know, so you remember when I said I wasn't going to choose Beastly Kingdom before? Yeah. Because there's a whole land. Yes. All that. This is where I pulled the swerve. You did a swerve. Yeah, I'm going to pull the swerve. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So for my extinct attraction, I'm bringing back the Discovery River Boats. Oh! And for those who remember this attraction, yeah, uh, or have listened to any of our shows about Beastly Kingdom, the thing closed in 1999, but it was meant to serve as a teaser, if you will, a, a coming attraction of Beastly Kingdom. Yep. And so it featured an encounter with a dragon that you never saw. You just saw a fire shoot out of a cave. It featured a encounter with a unicorn in the mist, in the distance, but it was just a statue. <laughs> it was supposed to feature an, an encounter with a, what do you call it, the Kraken, but mm. they decided to go with, uh, what's the name of that, the, the, the Iguanodon from Dinosaur, Aladar. Aladar, yeah. They ended up putting a thing of Aladar. So it was all supposed to be a coming attraction for what Beastly Kingdom and Animal Kingdom were going to become after it opened. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring back the river boats only in addition to seeing the, the spout of fire and the melted suits of armor, you're going to see a damn dragon's head peek out of that cave. And <laughs> <laughs> then you pull away a little turtle head out of a distant <laughs> different <Turtle>. cave. It's <laughs> a fire breathing turtle. <laughs> well, we got to keep it safe from the elements. So you'll see oh, a yeah, turtle. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So maybe out of a different cave, then he'll shoot fire back at your boat as you're as you're uh, sailing away. You're gonna get a whole family of animatronic unicorns somewhere in some misty glen. You're gonna get that encounter with the kraken on the river. You're you're gonna pass under a troll bridge, and the trolls will be there and, and, and waiting. You're gonna hear them talking, expecting to pounce on you for the safe passage through there. Yes, that'd be awesome. You'll see a shimmering pot of gold in some glen somewhere, and every once in a while, a little un a leprechaun head will pass, pack up, pack up, pop peek, up, pop up, <laughs> peek up, pop up, pop up, just to boop, check and see if anyone's around. You'll, you'll see a <laughs> pack up, pack it in, pack it in, let me begin, let me begin. He's Irish, yeah, so yeah. am I. Jump around. He could have been packing up all his gold with the last leprechaun's head in it that didn't sure, do the yeah, job right. I like that. I like That's that. it. That's You're gonna funny. see. I'm gonna put a siren on the rocks. Beckoning you to Ooh. come over. Yeah. Ooh, I like You'll that. You'll see fairy paths leading to little miniature homes with doors and windows that open, but you don't really see anything. Maybe a little shimmering light here and there. You'll see a sleeping cyclops, ogres, centaur. <laughs> Shoot. If I can, if I can get Eli's ex-wife and she's available, you'll see a succubus. I don't <laughs> think you're going to find this right now. <laughs> she's going to ask for too much money. <laughs> 
But she do that for free. Suck your life right out of here. So you'll get the entire spectrum <laughs> of mythical creatures all on that disco- discovery boat ride. We got to think about that. All right. One question. Oh. Is the siren real or is that an animatronic? She a face well, character, you mean? Or you don't like they got those mermaids and like real life. She's that new generation animatronic. You know what? Yeah. I'm more than serious. Like, like you could pr- you could shield the dragon in the cave. You can keep the trolls under the bridge. You can figure out a way to cover up the unicorn. If you're going to be out in the water, I'm going to give you a real. I'm like, yeah. Should they, it'll be like the submarine lagoons. There'll be real <laughs> sirens in there sirens. singing. Woo, nah, it'll I, be like Mariah Siren. The Mariah <laughs> Siren. They each got different names. <laughs> Meet, greet, after. I'm like, woo, I'll be singing with woo. I had a vision of love. I love you, Siren. I'm coming over. Will it look like Eli? About to bring my ship to your rock. <laughs> Eli, all I want for Christmas <laughs> is you. Oh, I'm so lucky. Mariren. Mariren. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That'll be her name. Call me Nick Cannonball then, if that's the case. <laughs> I like I like it. I, I like like I like the thought of like just I like that myth. Yes. In general. I I, I'm I all, dig it. It's yeah. the it's it's the one thing beastly um, animal kingdom is sorely lacking. And then uh, you got it with the Yeti, but they've messed let it that up. go to hell, yeah. Yeah. But can you imagine that you go and like buy like a sleeping cyclops? You like oh be very quiet mm-hmm. and all of a sudden right in the bed be quiet boom, his eyes mm-hmm. opened up be like oh let's go boom oh they're gonna use that for like a and it blinks cheap. a little bit looks and then goes back to sleep <laughs> yeah Never and then, and then they use it for a cheap fart joke <laughs> 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 oh yeah I, I like that give it give it give it yes I like it yeah I dig it man that's awesome. It's mythical. It's crazy. I take it like every one of y'all chose everything I would choose, except for Kevin. I, I, the World of Motion thing was cool. You know what I would have gone with? El Rio de Tiempo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. Dio de los Mortos with Coco. Like yeah. featured in there. Just because I'm a sucker for figuring out a way to get that in there. And I like but that mariachi band. The World in Motion. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And lending with Kirk, everything else in the world, opening day stuff. What are you going to bring back from back then? All right, first off, I cheated on the rule. It's not going to be an opening day attraction or place, but it is going to be from the 70s. Okay. I say, using my previous idea of the um, Buffalo Junction, Disney brings in tons of safety engineers, the best best minds they can find to keep this place safe. I think they should bring back, rebuild River Country. <laughs> that was... oh. Amoebas aside, that was an awesome idea with the theming. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Blizzard, uh, Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon. Their own theming is, is awesome. But to have that old swimming hole you know, feel of a, of a water park, like you're in the country, yeah, that was something that would jive perfect with for Wilderness and Buffalo Junction. Bringing the best of Again, like removal. I said, safety first. Got to keep them pesty amoebas out. The best is too. Bring it, bring it inland so it's nowhere near the old location. So any remnants of any asbestos or even nowhere near the the water from from the lake. Mm. Bring it inland so you can have it totally free from that. Even bring back the train as transport between River Country, Buffalo Junction, and Fort Wilderness. You can have your own little western theme whole area right there outside the parks for people to enjoy themselves. You could name it River Country now brain eating amoeba free. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Amoeba free. Yep. Amoeba free. Amoeba free. It'd be sm- a small print at the bottom. River Country, now Amoeba free. Can we get Clint Campbell to do that song? <laughs> Your brain is free. It won't be eaten by the people. I actually was going to segue into that. Br- bring Glenn Campbell back, playing his guitar, just strumming around. <laughs> Ain't like no that. Amoeba. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to know when to mold them. <laughs> <laughs> like an amoeba free cowboy. <laughs> what you doing? Looking for mold and all the That's why I love the whole safety thing. Mold. It's just old. That's why I love the whole thing about safety because I knew that would be the first joke to come out about the brain eating amoebas. It's like. Okay, let's get out of the way first. We acknowledge that happened, but take it out of the way. Let it not be said that we here at the Magic Hour podcast are not obvious. <laughs> if it's a joke that had to oh. be told, we will tell it. There's a lot of work then that would have to be done here. It's a, oh, yeah. Should make a ride out of it, pretty much. You know, River Country? Yeah. River Country yeah. the ride? Yeah. Dodge death at all quarters. I like it. And then every once in a while, you'd have a guy like to invade River Country <laughs> and decide to stay in the island. <laughs> 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 <Cut> him down. <laughs> they pick up a hatchet. And then, and yeah. 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 He's got an ATV. He's That's driving what? around. And River Country could have these actors playing Doc Holliday and um, Texas Jack. And everybody is saying, where's White? He's down in River Country. Walking on water. Walking on water. <laughs> ah, I'm your amoeba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> I see a piece of asbestos and I shoot it. <laughs> yeah, oh. man, dude, that was actually River Country. Man, that River Country could be like a new horror movie. Like it could be a new Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, yeah, oh there you go. The hatchet shows up, man. That'd be cool. <laughs> Metal <laughs> Man shows up. Yeah. Them crazy characters from Gravity Legend. Falls hang out there and yeah. stuff. Oh, that'd be awesome! Actually. Oh man, Gravity Falls. The wax figures come to life. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we can do Love all that. that. Scary Love as hell. You have an open pit. You just keep falling. Yeah, they actually talk to the brain eating the beep. It's like it's not our fault. We just have the brains. Just send us dead people. We and don't know. The teenagers in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> they started this whole thing. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, I, I like this. This is all good stuff. You know, kind of wonderful stuff. I love that we were all the same minds on, on most of this. Yeah, yeah. Most so, yeah. <laughs> the 50th anniversary is coming real fast on October 1st, 2021. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be awesome. So uh, we're, we're, we got the Danny and Eli are going to be out in the West Coast, mm-hmm. Disneyland the week prior leading up to it. Yep. Yeah. Lee and I are going to be in uh, the East Coast. Doing it. Right there for us. We'll be bringing some footage on stuff. So make sure you follow us. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to be celebrating it. Yeah. And we are quickly approaching our birthday month and 400 shows. So we got a lot of stuff happening in this last part of the year. Hopefully no more hurricanes and nothing but awesome, fun stuff for the remainder of the year. That's right. Eli and I are going to be death row. And y'all are going to be, uh, what, what was, what was oh. Diddy, Daddy? Was oh, death, oh, God. Uh, bad Boy. Bad, bad Boy, bad boy yeah. with death row. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, we're going to have a rap battle on the first. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> you should not tell him shit. <laughs> awesome, guys. Let, let, let us know what you uh, think. Uh, what would you bring back as far as extinct attractions for the 50th? Also, what would you want to see built? Yes. From uh, the list of unbuilt attractions that were discussed for Walt Disney World. All it, to celebrate the 50th. And if you think this episode sucked, hey, man, look, we... Just got internet less than 24 hours ago. We had to come up with this on the fly. We didn't even know we could record today. Yeah. So forgive us. And love us. 
Yes. And love Eli mostly. Oh no, the love should be shared to everybody. I I just woke up and didn't know what was happening to me. Today. Well, you're the only single man, so yes. Oh, if you were, okay. Oh, I meant yeah. I didn't mean love. Yeah, I to meant, me. I yeah. If you're under thirty love. and female, love Eli first. We'll oh, take the rest of us. We'll get in trouble. I'll tell the rest of the stories mm-hmm. and uh, and pass it on so everybody still shares in the happiness because that's what it's all about. If you're under thirty <laughs> and you know it. Wrap your hands. Whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks. Look, make sure you stay tuned. Uh, that way you uh, we can let you know how to get in touch with us to share your opinions. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. Post Ida. Mm. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, you can get in touch with us in the following ways to share your opinions. You can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. Or you can call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text us. That's the one eight one five Mowican. That is one eight one five Mowican six six nine four two two six. And of course, we have a couple of guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat. Cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. Yep. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. Man, I have not heard that in so long. Feels so good to always hear his voice. I was so inspired by Mr. Lightfield. That's the that inspired the name of my fantasy football team. So if you ever find yourself in the Moeke Fantasy League and you're playing cables out, you're missing out. That's me. <laughs> so cables you know. out. You're missing, missing out. out. <laughs> it, it cables out because of Hurricane Ida. Yeah, but yeah, that, it all kind of ties, ties in. in together. That's or, brilliant. Or you could be like, hey, it's not my cable. It's just cable. It? That's out. But then there's a picture of cable drawn by Rob Liefeld. It's all synergy right there. Uh, my, my name, my team is get out of the damn <laughs> pool. <laughs> get out of the pool. <laughs> you stole this house, Axel. <laughs> uh, so, yes, it, it's, always, it's always a pleasure to, to hear that. And, uh, yes, you can always find all of the artwork, all the good stuff on Ivory Comics. And, of course, there's always a link. This podcast, you never miss an episode. I mean, literally, we weren't here dealing with stuff, running for our lives. And if you clicked on the link, you still got an episode. I mean, that is just dedication out of the galaxy. Just, out the yin-yang, out the wazoo. Yeah, the yin-yang twins, all that. Like, I mean, bam, bam, bam. You can't beat that. You can't beat that with someone else's hat or belt. You can't do it. Uh, you can find me on Facebook.com. Eli H. Ivory. I'm right there. You're a real person. Nice to meet you. If you're a bot, I won't greet you. And yeah, Ida. <laughs> I know you now. I seen you. Don't come around me no more. That, that was wrong. Sending the pictures and then 
wrecking my deck at the same time <laughs> and letting the neighbors fill my trash bin with their garbage. You a bot, and that's wrong. Just get out of here. So, yeah, if you're a bot, I don't know who you is. I thought you liked it when a girl wrecked your deck. <laughs> <laughs> Only, <laughs> yeah. As long as I don't have to ask the homeowner's insurance to pay for it. <laughs> well, I think autocorrect messed up a deck. <laughs> and so I got the wrong message. Oh, there you go. So well, you know. she did what you told her to do, but I don't think that's what you meant. I mean, I was well rested in either case. So oh, that's, well, good that's what's important. But yeah. I'm done. Hey, uh, uh, of course, you can follow uh, Project Geisha Facebook page right there. So Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, you get the same love right there. EIRI504. And of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness. And I'm pretty happy right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> awesome, guys. Look, if you want to book a vacation to the Walt Disney World Resort to celebrate the 50th anniversary Starting on October 1st, 2021. It's going to be awesome. And maybe someday we'll get a menu for Space 220 Restaurant. Hopefully. Hopefully. One day. Maybe our menu will come. But all of this stuff you can book through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-THE-EXCAVATOR. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> E-X-C-A, Vader, whatever. Prepare to get excavated yeah. this Sunday. Email me at lee at magicrway.com. Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A, travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. And TikTok, you got a friend in Lee. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Lee and friends of Ika. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 Good callback. Album drops next month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kirk, man. Look, thanks for uh, joining us on the show, man. Always good to hear you. Glad you're safe. Uh, is there anything, I mean, other than interacting in the Facebook group? Yes. Uh, Magic Highway Pleasure Island. Uh, is there anywhere else you want the listeners to engage with you? Oh, Lord, the Facebook group. I haven't even been in there in a while, man, and that's so sketchy right now. Mm. Um, really? That's Facebook it. You just find sketchy? me here. I am part of the MOW tribe nation. I, I think he meant that the, the internet is sketchy. Oh, oh okay. I thought, he, I thought he meant her Facebook. That's yeah, what that happened. Well, no, no. You. What's going on? I don't really get to get on. And when I do get on, I go check and I see things. And I, I, I see in our absence, um, our group has been taken over by corny jokes. So we have to get in there and start, you know, posting some other stuff soon. Corny jokes. Like dad jokes? It wasn't it always? <laughs> yeah. <right>. yeah. <laughs> God, no. no. I, 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 I saw what I, I thought was so funny. I'm being, I'm being facetious about it, but... Uh, um, yeah, I've noticed. I've noticed a plethora of um, plethora. I don't know how to put it. Do you know what a plethora is? Nothing. <laughs> a plethora. A plethora. <laughs> Nothing hasn't been there before, but because I'm not posting right now, and other people aren't posting, it's like just piling up on each other. Okay. So, and then uh, Lee throws his, his usual dad jokes on there, which which are always humorous and appreciated. Yeah, they're finger licking good. <laughs> <laughs> But guys, I am so happy to be here. Even sketch it, spotting it like it is, delaying my voice. I still such a good, so good to see y'all, to hear your voices again. Because 
it's been two weeks. I would not want to repeat. No, 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 indeed. I never want to repeat no. that. Look, no. like, yeah, yeah. Next week we're going to be Eli now be in Disneyland. Well, not next week, but like a week and a couple of days. Yep. We'll be in Disneyland, Kevin and them. But when we get back in, everything gets settled in. We want to have you back in the studio. Yeah. Come well, back up battery and stuff. Yeah. We'll, I'm just we'll glad that up. you survived it, sir. Yes. yes. And you're safe. Everybody was safe and yes. good. Mm-hmm. And, I look forward here. to it. And, I will, and I, will, I will bring my special coin to share. Yeah. And you can touch it. Touch the coin. True Americana. You can yes. touch my special coin. Magic. Look, watch. I will risk the camera to show the special coin. Special coin. This time on Sprockets when we dance. Do, 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 you are now feeling patriotic. Special coin. Touch the coin. The listeners know because we're doing this. Like I don't know if they know that that is Joe Joe Biden met Kirk. And yes. Kirk got a coin, a commemorative What do they call that it? Is. Kirk? What is it called? Challenge coin. A challenge, a challenge coin. Yeah. Yes. From challenge Joe Biden. Coin. Yes. Joseph R. Biden himself gave this to me. Yes. Doesn't yep. make me special. Just means that you know that you I met was the able president. to stand in the same ground as the man. The learning disability makes you special. But no, the coin <laughs> is what makes it unique. Ah, because <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. We love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Look, you can hear the whole story about Come that. Come for the love, stay for the abuse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. There you go. That's our motto here. Uh, Kevin, you oh, were about oh. ready to say something, which is apropos. Hey, look, if you want to hear the whole story, you could definitely go to be a patron on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash magic our way. And uh, you could join that and you could see the video that we did as far as our recovery and, and everything else and the yes. stories of what we did. We told uh, the, whole yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. All everything. of us were up to... During Ida, what we yeah. were all experiencing, Eli told his story. Kirk showed a Kirk, tour of his house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, let me let me put you this way, guys. If Hurricane Ida was in Enema, Port Fushan, where Kirk lives, would have been where they sucked the hose. Damn. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. And you <laughs> used a different analogy to that they can view if you're a patron. If you're, if you're a patron. patron, that's a that's a. So, that's what we call a teaser. Yes, teaser. I, I was with you. That's was I was adding more for you. This boy. There you go. There <laughs> yes. You go. yes. And Kirk saw it all. Yeah. Experienced it all, right, Kirk? Yeah. Yeah. It's not something I want to want to do again anytime soon. Okay. Yes. yes. Sir. Yes, right. sir. yes. You don't want to live that trauma. It was it was an experience, a once in a lifetime experience. I do not want to do it again. That's yeah, right. but where we live. That's not guaranteed. So sign up for Patreon, and, yep. and, and you can hear Kirk's stories. Yes. And look, guys, in addition, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicarway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. Also, we want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we we'll always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, my weekends, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with huckleberries. Hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Army Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam. <laughs> Eli has skills. It's skills. It's okay. It's okay. It's skills. We are well trained in this art. Skills. Nobody. I go to beaches of cream. I want ice cream in a sink. I don't know.
Ahí escribiendo sink. Sink. Put it in a, a sink. <laughs> you, want to, you want to drink? Uh, give me a Sprite. A Sprite. A Sprite. <laughs> give me a Sprite. Oh, man. You carry it? I want the smoke. A smoke. <laughs> Who are you imitating? Look at that woman. She's estrogen. <laughs> estrogen. I like it. It's, she's Russian. She's right. Oh, Estrogen. Estrogen. Okay. <laughs> She healthy like bull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even tipsy. I have no idea what's Esprite, going on. It's Sprite. It's Trojan. It's Trojan. It's Trojan. It's Trojan. It's Trojan. 